0: Are you currently in college or recently graduated, but kind of struggling to figure out how to approach your post-grad life? If so, then I have the perfect guide for you, which I created for my college self in mind. That is the Everyday Girl's Guide to Career Success ebook, which features a holistic approach to all things starting out in your career during and after college, from cultivating the right mindset building your resume, maximizing your LinkedIn profile and network, and so much more. I take you through a personal step-by-step guide on how to prepare for all areas needed when searching for a job. And these were actually many steps that I personally did between my sophomore and senior year of college, as well as the first year out of college. So I always highly recommend to start early to create opportunities for yourself. In this ebook guide, you will find cover letter tips and custom templates available for download, resume building steps, three custom templates, LinkedIn tools, and step-by-step guide on maximizing your profile, top 20 behavioral interview questions, and a lot more. Again, you can find this online at whatfulfillsyou.com. Just make sure when you click shop, just go to all products and you will find the ebook there, or just go to the show notes and it will be linked. Hello everyone, happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You Podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth. I'm your host, and today's episode is going to be extremely open and vulnerable. I have no notes or outline for this because I feel like it would just make a lot more sense if I shared some active fresh thoughts and I mean not necessarily active as in I still uh, like feel these things although it, it lingers but I think it made more sense for me to just share as I process things through my mind and so for those of you who don't love these types of solo episodes or you're not a big person on listening to just you know, me being open and vulnerable, or anyone for that matter, then I would honestly recommend just to skip out on this episode. But with that being said, I I have been given feedback from many of you in previous years and, you know, to this day that you do enjoy when I am open and honest about what has been going on in my life and how I deal with things. And personally for me, I also love to hear that from people that I follow, and especially for people that, that I notice they are going through something, they have gone through something, and then they work through it and find a way to resolve it in their own life. And for me it's helpful because I resonate with this realization like, hey, they are human too, they are only, you know, a few years ahead of me or maybe they are, they've just been in my shoes before. And so it's nice to, to see and hear an example of someone getting out of that rut, so to speak. So that's my main reason why I'm sharing. And so I guess I, I'll just start it off with the fact that I have been going through a lot of heavy ups and downs over the past like six months now Um, by the time yeah this episode is released it'll be about six seven months of having felt this and I've alluded to it in previous episodes uh, just small chunks of it small moments I I even share about it on Instagram stories if you follow the podcast Instagram at what fulfills you I talk about it a little bit there too but I haven't been extremely open as to what has been going on and why I've been feeling this way you know um I guess for starters oh <laughs> I I didn't think I was gonna like share this but you know there probably over the past yeah six months I have cried nearly every day not always though but you know I do, and I certainly will probably tear up a little bit as I talk about it um, on this podcast. But this did stem from, you know, somewhat of a breakup, although that is rather complicated (laughs) because, I guess I'll put it this way, there was never a real you know, official breakup between um, me and the person. It just kind of was um, different circumstances and then not really finding common ground or a moment to chat about it. And then it just, yeah, it just kind of faded. I want to preface that I feel like, you know, oftentimes people... Don't really see this out of me in terms of really dark times of adversity, dark feelings of um, pain, adversity. I don't often talk about it, or I don't often show it. And to be fair, um, prior to these recent months, I didn't have those Um, yeah I I haven't had the feelings of being in the dumps um, probably since I don't know like late 2019 and then there was like I think moments during the pandemic like early mid 2020 when I felt this but I think to be fair like a lot of us felt that it was was just difficult it was you know a lot of uncertainty I was living alone it's just yeah that, that was a different type of I think, um, difficulty and pain, but this, you know, one of my good friends, Natalie Barbu, some of you might listen to her podcast or watch her YouTube videos, but she expressed this on her podcast back in like August or September about her breakup at the time and how painful it feels because you know, she, I remember her saying even that she would, you know, rather like feel physical pain uh, than like an actual heartbreak. And, and I attest to that as well because it is so hard to explain what it feels like. Not like, I mean, of course, I think heartbreak is natural, but I'm not saying that I got heartbroken, but... There's a lot of pain in grieving a loss. And I I had this discussion recently with Natalie as well. Just the grieving process of losing a best friend and a partner in one person. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. everything with, the highs, the lows, the funny moments, the stupid moments, you have this freedom and openness to just like text them and like, and tell them this, or like call them and tell them this and whatever. And, you know, you don't often have this with even your best friend, your close friends, because there's, it's a little bit of a different boundary, you know? Um, And even I can say it for myself too, in that while I have a lot of amazing close best friends There are certain things that are, it's not, it's just not as easy. It's just not the same to like text them and tell them, right? They have a life too. But like your partner, they, they, yeah, they, they, they show up as this person, like your, your, your rock, your teammate. And that has been what has been very painful for me, losing that. And especially when it wasn't, due to misaligned values or incompatibility or at the very least, like at the time, um, you know, there were no signs of it. Um, Nothing that I am more accustomed to, which is, you know, for example, my, my college breakup when I, the final breakup of it, when I ended things, it was because I think main two things is number one, he didn't seem to have the characteristics of a partner I would uh, really, really value um, in the sense that he can automatically show up in a certain way. Um, Of course, one can communicate those needs, but it came to a point, I remember, that he just didn't have these habits and um, you know practices ingrained in how he shows up for his partner and some of my friends had that in their partner and I remember wishing I had that myself and so that was number one but then the second part of that was simply that I I, I found that we had different visions and directions for our life and while at one point it was relatively similar and that was Especially during college, I, you know, that was over. That was always um, definitely there. I think once I graduated and I started kind of thinking bigger for the trajectory of my post grad life, and having some discussions with him, I noticed that he seemed to want to stay in San Diego, which is where he's born and raised from. And that's amazing. That's awesome. But look at me, you know, now I'm, I'm in New York City. And prior to New York, I actually moved from Orange County to Los Angeles. And so, you know, we, we didn't have maybe the same gutsiness uh, in leaving our comfort zone, adventuring. I think that's actually probably one of my core relationship desires That's something I've learned from a couples workshop company. they have this uh, it's similar to like love languages quiz and for them, the foundation of understanding is around what is your core desire in your relationship and it's like four different different ones. It's like autonomy, security, adventure. I forget the other one I'm sorry but um, basically, it's kind of like love languages and there's just similar to love languages it's kind of like a ranking order right like what becomes like a top priority for you but yeah for me I it's night and day very much adventure being out of the box and so that became very important for me to have that in a partner which my uh, you know most recent one he did but I was bringing up my past experience just to say that that was also difficult to end that relationship because at one point I was living with him, and I certainly actually thought probably when I was in my um you know two three years end of the relationship, I probably thought that we were going to get married or at some point in the future like go long term and I think it was feasible. it's just that you know um we we saw different desires for our life, and that's okay and to me, that's very much black and white in the sense of you know, like there's there's not much you can do. It's maxed out. Uh, there's no more potential. The book is finished. Is kind of how I put it when I ended that relationship. So um, even even with flings though, even with people I was dating maybe for two, three, four months, either it was that they didn't have enough interest in me or vice versa or you know, like after two, three interactions, you're like, yeah, there's just just something not here. You know, even if they kind of check the checkboxes, which I, funny enough, I'm, I'm not so sure I'm as adamant about um, anymore. But even with that, you you feel like it's just not enough. Um, or sometimes I remember something that was kind of hurtful at one point, And I've expressed it on the podcast before. There was this guy I was dating. Um like right before I moved to New York and we were talking for like two to three months and I remember I was like visiting New York a few weeks before I moved here and it was a Saturday. We had plans to get lunch. It was like going to be like the second time I would have seen him during this visit and I I remember like usually he like would text me and be like all right like see you at whatever time and would tell me about the reservation whatever and then it was like 12 o'clock and I remember not hearing from him so I was like Hey, um, are we still grabbing lunch? And he had a red receipt and which is weird to me, but you know, he he read it and he didn't respond. And I just was like, okay, that's odd, because I actually saw him like the night before, the day before. So I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe he's just gonna need some extra time. So then like three PM rolls around and I'm like having actually really bad anxiety about this. I remember I had to go to Brian Park and and sit. I was just not in a good headspace. I was so sh like shocked and I followed up I'm like hey is everything good and he read it and didn't respond so that was actually really difficult as well really painful and I remember I actually gave it one last shot when I moved here to New York like a month later I reached out like it was mid September of 2021 and I texted him and I said like hey there like how are you something to that extent he read it he didn't respond and I was like all right it's all good like I gave it my shot you know I I accepted that it could hurt the ego it might not depends like if he didn't respond I I went into that sending that message knowing the potential outcomes and I accepted that that could be the case so you know just as like a side note like if any of you guys are ever in that position and you want to reach out I do recommend it because I think I—I I didn't regret doing it. I'm glad I did. I didn't feel like foolish because I was like, you know, I was open, honest, and I expressed interest, and he didn't, you know, like he couldn't be a, a fucking man, is how I said it, and you know, and that's okay, because funny enough, like six months later, seven months later, he reached out and he texted me, and I remember reading it. I laughed and I was like, I'm just not gonna respond and then he followed up again like two months after that initial follow-up and I didn't say anything and then he followed up again like a month later after the second follow-up so like over a span of four months and then I finally responded and I said you know like what do you want type of thing and I ended up actually meeting with him to talk because I was like you know you reached out so many times um and I also knew I because the standard for me in a male partner is that you, you show up, and when you have your chance, you have your chance, you know, I'm not the type of woman that, you know, you, you, you'll find often, like, I, I hold myself to, in a high place, like, internally, okay, not, like, in an egotistic way, I just, I just know how I want to be treated, and, seeing that I gave him a window of opportunity to do so and he couldn't do that. And then more importantly, like, he couldn't even own up to it um in in a mature way, considering his, his age and his line of work in that he has to, like, lead a whole company. Like, it just was very odd to me. So all that to say, I remember, like, stuff like that was very the answers in front of me. Like, he he doesn't hold the same standards on how you want to be treated as a woman, he might have not been as interested, he might have been talking to another girl, who knows, but to me that was very clear in a way, whereas in my most recent experience, there were multiple layers to what was happening and it's something I've never experienced in that, you know, this person was dealing a lot with personal adversity, at the time, I wasn't necessarily the, the rock that I could have been as a partner. So that's like, again, me taking accountability for one thing that could have been improved on. And then, um, you know, just one thing led to the next where we had plans to kind of discuss and, and connect and talk more about it. In which I think knowing our temperaments and the type of people we are, it would have been resolved, I think. But yeah, basically, it didn't get to that point. Um, you know, we, we didn't have a chance to talk, and I'm not gonna really elaborate on anything because it, it's interesting when I when I share this with girlfriends, and this is so valid. But most people would give the black and white conclusion that well, you know, you guys didn't get to talk like, you know, he didn't respond, whatever, like, just, like, fuck him, and, and and have, like, a whole negative anger approach to it, and it's totally valid, because we are humans, and that is, like, natural to feel, but because of the extremely difficult circumstances this person has had in his past life, you know, prior to meeting me, he's not even uh, from here in America, he actually, like, immigrated here from another country and just has a a very complex and unique life story that I resonated with, uh, I'd say in part because of my own background and my connection with my parents who also immigrated here and just starting a whole new life here. So there was so many different complexities to it that most of my girlfriends, if not all, have never faced in their own dating experience and so that was also what made it more tough is is knowing the select people or few that were going to be healthy for me to share how I was feeling with right because again you guys might understand maybe you're a friend that does this or you have a friend that does this where when you're sharing something going on in your life and whatever sometimes they they want to like they love you so much as a friend that they want to offer feedback, advice, or a solution. And it's funny because I was talking with one of my uh, really good friends from college who was there for me on my 21st birthday at a time that I was extremely lonely. But, you know, she's she's seen me at ups and downs all these moments. So she was a great person to talk to. But she actually expressed this understanding of sometimes as a friend, you just want someone to be there to listen and not every time do you need to provide a solution and I was really appreciative of that is that she was willing to just like listen and let me talk things out feel it out without giving actual feedback you know and I think that was probably one thing I specifically learned in this really difficult period for me is that I don't have to provide a fucking solution or some sort of advice every time a friend is sharing something difficult. And in fact, it's it's something I I told one of my best guy friends. Uh, he's been on this show before, and I actually gave him a pushback. I was like, "Hey, like I love you, dude, but could you just like do you think you could like listen and like let me kind of, you know, not necessarily vent, but like just." kind of release some things and just, you know, be there for me. And he was like, you know what? Yes, you're right. Absolutely. I don't need to provide a solution. And and that's the thing too. Like not all friends are going to have that capacity. You're going to learn through life who is going to be willing to do that with you and for you and vice versa. And I remember when this guy friend of mine, when as he's been going through difficult things um, in past months, now he's, I think, better. But I remember when he would bring something up. Before I responded or before he would even start, depending on the the scenario, I would just ask him, hey, um, you know, do you want to hear feedback from me or do you want me to just listen? And I think that's been an awesome practice for me because in past times, it's it's probably in part because I have a little bit of this coaching persona in some ways you know especially in skating like I, I do have a role as a coach in some ways but you kind of have to remind yourself you don't have to show up as a coach or a teacher to your friends or or to when, when someone is like sharing something you know maybe reminding yourself like hey you know sometimes they just want to be heard they just want to be understood and so that has helped me to to show up that way for other people if they don't want to hear feedback or solution and vice versa is, is being able to communicate that to some close friends, but also some friends also already knew that like they naturally were able to just listen and calmly support me and just be present with me and that's amazing and I'm really grateful for that um so you know there's all there's been a lot of pros and cons also i'm I'm gonna be honest I know I'm like kind of just going all over the place but yeah there's there's been a lot of pros and cons in this process to be really candid I don't feel that resolved quite yet at the same time I'm really grateful that I have established the skill set and muscle of keeping the needle moving forward in my own life in that from the time this was happening again I'm you know crying almost every day in obviously in my own time in my own space but I'm I'm still working, I am still working to get new clients for my business, I'm still podcasting, I'm still doing all these amazing interviews that you guys have heard over the past like last half of the year of 2022 uh, going into 2023, like all of that has been when I was like, I'd be probably cried that that night, you know, and and I don't want you guys to like feel bad when when you hear me say that, I'm just, just trying to be honest that Yes, I, I can smile, I can be happy, and I can show up and I can do all these things. I can go out with my friends, I can have a good birthday, I can travel. But it also can coexist with feeling just disappointed, upset. And, you know, what's interesting too is it's like if people do want to give feedback and advice, they always kind of advise on like, you know, focusing on yourself, doing all these things. And that's like the, the fucking irony is that I luckily haven't ever had that kind of issue, you know, not working on myself, right? I did a lot of self-reflection in this process, um, trying to better understand how I could be a better human being and a better partner, just like a more loving partner, loving person. And I certainly have gained a lot from practicing mindfulness incorporating that in my walks just doing you know short or long walks uh, especially during the winter and just breathing in breathing out practicing the breath work with that but you know it's like over the the fall winter like I I was working out four or five times a week I was doing cardio I was doing weights I was doing pilates solid core started to do yoga in November and then you know even then too i remember i started to pick up um, teaching ice skating at this beautiful outdoor rink in central park and like now because of it i'm actually coming back to like actually coach part time and like teach private lessons at the during the normal season like of, of, of at an indoor rink so it's been crazy how much I have been moving the needle forward for myself, taking care of myself, continuing to see my friends. I'm not sitting at home and sulking. I'm I'm not avoiding other men and dates. I mean, there was a period where that was really hard too, where I was getting asked out a lot, to be honest. Um, you know, just first dates, second dates, all that. And I was really flattered, but... Even as I allowed myself to, to do that and go through the process, I noticed this is going to be a really vulnerable thing to say, you know, to share. One of my biggest priorities is ensuring that I optimize my health every single day to the best of my ability in all areas including mentally, physically, and emotionally. That also includes what I am eating and drinking every day because we know that does affect our energy. And so I ensure that I'm intaking healthy nutrients with the drink Magic Mind, and it's something that I've actually been taking for over a year now. If you've been listening for a while, you know they've been a long time sponsor. And what Magic Mind really is, it is a productivity shot with nootropics, adoptogens, and matcha. Also if you are not aware, there's a lot of health benefits with adoptogens, which I won't get into. but just. Trust me, look it up, do the research yourself, and you will see what the long-term effect is of intaking, adaptogens, and nootropics. So how I take this, I typically drink it in the morning, take a sip of it, and you know, to be honest, sometimes I drink two, which is technically what we're not supposed to do, but they did say it is okay for me to do so, but they do recommend just taking one per day. And after I drink this, about 30 minutes in, I start to feel really focused calm and especially in flow. That's just the best way I could describe it. And for those of you who also love coffee like me, you can drink it alongside with your coffee or before, afterwards, it really doesn't matter. So it doesn't mean that you have to cut out coffee or anything because for me, I actually still drink both. But Magic Mind is really kind of that healthy kick for me. And I just know the amazing health benefits that nootropics and adoptogens have. If you are interested in trying, they come in a box of 15 and I highly, highly recommend. Just give it a try. So. You can get 20% off your purchase with the code FULFILL at magicmind.co slash FULFILL. Again, that is 20% off your purchase with the code FULFILL at magicmind.co slash FULFILL. I remember the first time I was kissed by a different guy. I walked home and I just bawled my eyes out. It was <laughs> it was really tough because despite you know, physically and and like, you know, mentally saying yes to going out with someone and like exposing myself and and not holding myself back, not with like not withholding myself because I wanted to make sure I wasn't just holding myself back, whether it was because of myself or maybe because I was, you know, because of the other guy. So I wasn't. I wasn't holding myself back. I was living my life, but there was a dissonance with how I was genuinely feeling, what I really desire. And, you know, to be honest, it's got it has changed a lot since that time. That was um, you know, a few months ago from the time I'm recording this, but it it ebbs and flows, you know, it, it people in this generation talk a lot about moving on on to the next there's more fish out in the sea there's you know all these different things and I've said it before in that I agree to some extent but you know it's it's different it's a different process when you were just dating someone and maybe you were dating for a month or two and you know like you didn't come quite fall in love with them yet you never expressed that you loved one another that kind of thing but it's a, it's a whole different ball game when it involves like being in love with someone and loving someone it, it's just it's just very different so i want to also add that as a comment that it's very different than just moving on from dating someone that you really liked versus moving forward after a relationship where you were both deeply in love with one another and loved each other deeply to be fair I you know I would say those feelings probably not has not left for me yet in terms of loving this person um that kind of thing if I had to bet on it I I would say this person probably still feels the same just knowing again knowing this person knowing his his character whatnot but like I said, there are some complexities. And, and you know, to be honest, I am not 100% sure if our chapter is completely closed. I, I genuinely, like, I can't say that. And I have to say this too. Fuck, like, I feel so bad if there's any guy that I've been... <laughs> fuck. If there's any guy that I have dated in the recent period I'm like you know I'm sorry for hearing this I really hope no like no guys actually listening to this but um you know that's a risk I am taking by sharing this uh in a I guess like yeah like kind of like recent period or recent time but that's the thing too I want to add like although I am not withholding myself because I realize I, I don't want to be my own block, I also have to reflect and acknowledge within myself where I'm at, right? Like I've never been the type of person that was hyper-focused on being in a relationship and having a partner. I've had one long relationship and, you know, ironically with that person, that was my college one, total of about four years. We had a period in between where we we broke up. And ironically, at that time, I remember I, I said to my, obviously I didn't have a podcast, but I said to myself and and it was hard to communicate it to friends because that was a shittier situation, I think, in terms of like how people might have perceived that from the outside looking in. But I remember I felt the same way. Like it just didn't feel like it had, um, the chapter had closed yet, whereas at the time, when I broke up with him, you know, two years after, it did, it it felt like it was, it was maxed out. And so that's kind of the tough part. Um, I'm not saying I am holding out for this person. I'm like, I 100% that's not the case. But I also have to acknowledge like this is some sort of feeling that I feel inside, not just that, you know i still deeply care about the person but also that there are just certain things that feel unresolved and you know like just just not finished it feels i actually said this to my psychologist i said that you know it feels like when you're reading a book and you you put a bookmark in it and you haven't finished it and then you end up starting a new book Like, and and, and you kind of like read that and then another day you, you come back to the book that you put a bookmark in. That's what it feels like. That's the best analogy I can say. And I guess I share all of this, this entire little rant, just that, you know, if you see someone smiling and happy and in good spirits, it can also coexist with some darker, sad moments in that person's life. And I'm not saying it's meant to make you feel bad or feel any certain way but just to know that just because you see in person or on social media like someone looking like they're doing well there's also just dark hard times too you know and even when I was talking um, you know with my college best friend She was like also acknowledging she's going through something similar. Her roommate's going through something similar and we're all the same age. We all went to school together. And so it's interesting because what they're going through is more of like a different part of their life. Like one's more about the career stuff. One is just like a different element of life. And so we all kind of have this, these dark, sad, disappointing moments Maybe throughout the week, throughout the day, but it's in a different area of life, and we feel the same emotions, but for different reasons, you know. So, um, so I just want to put that out there. In that, obviously, all in all, I am alive. I'm I'm looking at the sun right now out of my window. I am. I live in the city of my dreams. I am healthy. I am in a better you know, financial place than I was two years ago, a year ago. So there's just a lot of things that have been well in my life. And, you know, it's almost like sometimes it bothered me in, in these past six, seven months that I've been improving. I've been like life, like I'm healthy. I'm alive. I'm, you know, I, I have friends. Like I have all these things that I I didn't have in times when it was even harder for me, like when I was 20 years old. So I guess sometimes I was even upset with myself that i was feeling these things you know like just disappointed and and kind of sad and whatever despite all my efforts to just keep the ball fucking like moving forward you know but at the same time like my my friend said to me like it's okay to just just fucking feel it you know like you don't you don't have to have a solution for it you don't have to get rid of it you don't have to whatever just just feel it, and and the only thing we can do, or especially in my situation, is just see how life plays out with time. <laughs> you know, like that's just been my motto too, and um, I'll leave it with this. I remember in October, I was talking to this guy from Venezuela, and he is gay, and he is married to his partner. He's been with his partner for about 30 years now, or a little over 30 years. And I remember I was, I was so curious uh, because I was wondering, you know, there's so many hard obstacles he's had to go through in terms of getting to America and then, you know, having a partner where at the time this Venezuelan guy, he said he didn't speak any English when he first moved here, you know? And so he met this guy and he met him in Central Park and this guy is American. So it's just so interesting to me and fascinating. And I remember asking him, what's, what's one, piece of advice you have or one insight you would share in reflection of your long partnership and relationship that you have that's been longer than I've been alive you know and he said take it one day at a time one day at a time because he said if you asked him years ago the first few years of dating his partner if you asked him do you think you're going to marry this guy he would have said, I don't know, I'm not sure, like, maybe, maybe not. And in fact, they were actually not together for, he said they were kind of like, yeah, broken up in a way for, I think, six or six, I don't know, a couple, like, more than six months or less than a year. And it was because of actually, um, you know, infidelity. This this guy, this, this guy's partner uh, ended up, I think, dating someone else and going off with this person. And I'm sure there was a lot of difficulties to overcome with that. But, you know, this guy was vulnerable and open to me. And he told me that happened. And he said, during that time, he said to himself, you know, if if this guy, if my partner, if he doesn't come back and, and he wants to be with this person, then this person wasn't for me. This partner wasn't for me. That wasn't my person. And, you know, he admitted, of course, like the guy came back and, he didn't dive into details, but he said it took some a lot of work you know, to, to overcome that. But that's actually a story that I love because it's not conventional, it's not traditional. There's a lot of different obstacles they both have to go through. And especially when it comes to something as like, heart-wrenching and difficult like infidelity and being with someone else, I, I know that would be really difficult for me. And that's what I'm saying. It's crazy because... That's part of why it feels unresolved for me in that there wasn't anything like that. Uh, Like, you know, infidelity or uh, lack of mutual interest or lack of common ground or compatibility chemistry. It was like none of those typical things that you can usually pinpoint. It was just more out of probably timing, you guys. Like, complexities. And also, I have to say too, like, there's certain things that I... 1,000% could have done better, could have showed up better, and that would have definitely helped the situation. Not sure if it would have completely changed the trajectory because of the timing, but it would have made things a lot, lot nicer. And so I took that and certainly worked on it over the past few months in which I feel like I have improved significantly in that area of my life just more or less being a loving human being and resorting to love and peace not any kind of anger or misperception or misperceived judgment there's there's not much i can do i think about these these moments these hard moments and emotional times i have you know except to go day by day and continue to take care of myself to be good energy for other people and to be surrounded by good energy but also just let life play out and with time you know it's it's my my favorite Steve Jobs thing sorry this is the last thing this was the most raw like little rant of mine but uh, you know he says one of my favorite quotes uh, you can't connect the dots looking forward you can only connect them looking back so you have to trust whatever it is it's your gut, karma, god, whatever um, you just gotta trust that the timing and, and life will play out, and it will unfold, and you will look back and be able to see. And so that's pretty much how I've been and where I'm at. And I felt like it was time to just be able to express that with this podcast because um, I've seen other creators, and even on YouTube, when forget her last name, or her name is Haley. She's like this um, beautiful redhead. Uh, influencer, creator, model and I remember she had a video about her you know, a talking video about her divorce and how that year has been really difficult for her and all that and I felt like I hesitated to talk about this because it, it, it still somewhat, you know, actively lingers as I said, it's not like I have been fully past it because you know it's just a lot of question marks still but at the same time I keep my life going forward and that's the best thing I can do you know I I take care of myself and all that but just I'm so grateful to be able to have a community of you podcast listeners like all around the world it's kind of funny and cool because you're you know whether you are here in the U.S. or you're just you know in Canada or Australia or somewhere in Europe and you're listening like yeah, just know that I'm human too, you know? I'm I'm going through it. I have been going through it. Everything you've seen in the past six, seven months, I've been going through it in, in in every post you see. You know, I have been in tough days. But thankfully, I have myself and an amazing support of friends and people that are just willing to listen and be there for me and I'm grateful. That's that's the best thing I can ask for, and I hope that if any of you are going through something and just processing and taking the time to, you know, move forward, just know that my DMs are always open. My uh, Instagram DMs, you can always message me on at what fulfills you or My personal Insta at Emily E. Duong. For those of you who have messaged me before, you know that I do love chatting with you guys. It's just my best way to connect with you all on a more one on one basis because, uh, you know, I know you guys listen, but like (laughs) um, I'm not actually like talking to you. So it's awesome when I do get a chance to do that. And, you know, hopefully this podcast, other episodes especially, hopefully those are helpful to you and have been able to help you navigate whatever difficulty or whatever area of life you need to get out of a rut from. I I really hope that has been the case and so as always, thank you for tuning in and just being here to listen with me. Even though I don't see you guys, it's amazing to be able to share this with you and not be scared about judgment or anything just to be myself and be honest that I'm human (laughs) so thank you guys so much for all the love and support over the years and I will chat with you all in the next episode